This is the evening edition of the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Saturday, January 8th, 2022. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, putting the P in podcasting by practicing every day because without practice, there is no glory. And it's good to be here practicing my podcasting skills. And thank you for being here with me on my journey to complete 365 consecutive daily podcast episodes, which will be complete on February 19th, just a little more than a month away. My friend, Simple Joe, is going to wrap up his one year of podcasting in one week, I believe, January 15th. And I know he's looking forward to reaching that goal. He's over at thesimplejoe.com. I listen to Simple Joe every single day, and you should too. If you are a Lunatalian, you'll want to know that we have a waxing crescent moon tonight heading toward a first quarter moon that will occur tomorrow, January 9, at 11 minutes after 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So plan your activities accordingly. We are going to skip our earthquake report today because I want to look at an article about economic development in Georgia that, frankly, I missed entirely. Just went right past me. This article appeared in the Atlanta Journal and Constitution yesterday, January 7, is written by Christopher Quinn. The headline is, Georgia quietly becomes a top gun-making state. And that kind of surprised me. So here's kind of the article, at least the edited version of it. When Remington Arms announced in November of this year its decision to move its global headquarters to West Georgia, bringing 850 jobs, it became the latest in a string of gunmakers relocating to the Peach State. That's Georgia, the Peach State. Georgia has quietly become one of the country's top 10 states for gun manufacturing, according to data from the National Shooting Sports Foundation. Our state is now home to 74 companies that make hunting rifles, shotguns, pistols, semi-automatic military-style rifles, parts, accessories, and ammunition, according to the Georgia Department of Economic Development. And this didn't happen by accident. The state's business recruiters began aggressively courting gunmakers six years ago after noticing a trend. Firearms manufacturers were fleeing the Northeast, where some states have passed more stringent gun laws and relocating to politically friendlier southern states. In September, when Smith & Wesson announced it was moving its headquarters to Tennessee, executives of the company said they were relocating due to tough new gun manufacturing laws proposed in Massachusetts, where it had been since 1852. Democrats in that state introduced a bill to ban the manufacturing of certain firearms unless they are intended for sale to the military or law enforcement. The gunmaker also cited Tennessee's, quote, unwavering support for the Second Amendment, unquote. The expansion into the South is also a sign of the times. Companies are expanding. Since last year, gun sales in the United States have been at all-time highs. Smith & Wesson reported last summer that sales had doubled to more than $1 billion compared to the previous 12 months. Wow, doubled. Doubled by $500 million. In addition to the gun-friendly environment, gun manufacturers that make their home in the South often avoid unionized labor, saving a lot of money. Remington plans to build its $100 million facility in LaGrange, near Columbus, and will move its headquarters there from upstate New York. 
At the same time, international gun companies have also been expressing interest in Georgia. Brazilian gunmaker Taurus has been making a line of pistols in Bainbridge, Georgia. Georgia lured the company to the state with $36 million in incentives. The plant employs about 300 people. The manufacturer arrived in 2019 and brought an initial 300 jobs. So far, they've made over 1 million guns in the plant. According to data from the National Shooting Sports Foundation, Georgia's gun industry employed 4,630 people in 2020, and its suppliers provide jobs for thousands more. And more companies are rumored to be looking to relocate to Georgia. Part of the move to the southern states is because the South has a very gun-friendly population. Georgia is among the states that have passed laws that shield gun makers from lawsuits. That's a big deal. That's got to be a big deal. Georgia already has a group of successful homegrown companies such as Daniel Defense near Savannah and Glock, located in Smyrna since the 1980s. German gunmaker Heckler and Koch opened shop in Columbus in 2017. They brought more than 60 jobs, paying a wage averaging $66,600. That's a, that's a good living. Georgia promised it $3.3 million in tax breaks and exemptions. Taurus was lured with $39.9 million in tax breaks, grants, training costs, and job credits. It promised to pay an average annual wage of $35,000. Remington, a 200-year-old company, was promised $27.9 million in state grants, tax breaks, and other help, and the company says it will create 856 jobs at an average wage of $65,900. That's the end of the article. And I didn't know this. Uh, This is a part of our state economy that I just didn't know about. And my interest in this is purely economic. I don't have a political agenda here about manufacturing guns. Although I've said before, I do think something is wrong when people are able to just show up in our schools, whether they're students or not, and they can walk down the halls and shoot and kill children. That's wrong. I don't have an answer to it. I just think that's wrong. That's all for today. But I do want to leave you with this thought. When you are tempted to fight fire with fire, always remember, the fire department usually uses water. Meditate on that and enjoy your journey to enlightenment. Let's wrap this one up in yesterday's Atlanta Journal-Constitution and stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.